It's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. The Bob and Zip Show with Dan Kelly. Okay, uh, we're going to have Spike on tonight. We're also going to have my son, Andrew, but they're not here. So. Yes, I am. Oh, uh, oh Spike, there he there. is. You hear oh. that sound, boys? What's that? Coming in on the International Harvester Thresher. <laughs> this, that's the sound of air conditioning in the 82 degree Seattle. That's, that's right. warm, huh? That's a, okay. Uh, yeah, and I, I tried to turn off the the, uh, the air conditioner to do this podcast, and I didn't know my wife kept a nine millimeter loaded. Loaded <laughs> sure, but okay. she she crosshaired my ass. You know those little red dots they yeah, have. Yeah, it's on fine. Those? Well, those are great. We'll put up with your air conditioning. Uh, Andrew's not here yet, but boy, does he have exciting news tonight. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to Is him. Is he pregnant? Is he finally going to have a baby <laughs> that, that um, he knows of? That wouldn't surprise me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, with a waitress somewhere. But, sure. Um, <laughs> no, his, hey, his, single Hooters moms don't just make themselves, you know? <laughs> Welfare mothers make better lovers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. And I got airplay, kids. Uh, I can tell you if you want to listen. Uh, big news is he just auditioned for a reality TV show yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Hoarders? Not gonna, I'm not going to say what it is yet. Okay. Uh, he's not a hoarder. He doesn't spend enough time at home. <laughs> uh, okay. Meantime, uh, several things to talk about tonight. We are going to talk about the industry that Spike is in with his consulting job and what they're dealing with has made the front page of the Wall Street Journal today. Did you get a chance to read that article? I did, and you know, it just just uh, goes to figure, just doesn't it? I, just say I'm I just did saying, for now. I'm just this saying, it goes to figure. This is the tease. <laughs> I'm not going to talk you know about the what, story. How long a tease is? <laughs> yeah, right after these commercial breaks, we we'll back after this word from yeah. Electra Douche, <laughs> the new Electric Douche. <laughs> Electra Douche. <laughs> Thank you. And we're back. No, not yet. Um, no, it's a tease because um, I, I, I read this article today, and I couldn't believe that that was the job that Spike was hired to to do and uh we will talk about that uh also today we're going to investigate the term woke uh it's one of those terms that's become a pejorative uh but it's also a term that frankly until i did a little research today i didn't even know what it meant also today ed kelly got a request from a patreon listener and produced a telephone answering message for that person. The very first, the, and the only person who took advantage of our offer on the last podcast, he will play that for you. Uh, but first, um, is anyone besides me watching Mayor of Easttown? No. You know, I'm not yet, but I've heard so many great things about it, including the, uh, from what I hear, the season finale was a jaw dropper. Yeah. So, so, so let, let me say this. <laughs> oh, it's a hostage piece. I get it, yeah. Now, I don't want to give anything away, but you won't believe it. <laughs> well, I've had the hots for uh, Kate uh, Winslet since since the ship went down. Oh, yeah. If you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, oh, yeah. that girl is just a smoking Oof. ball of thunder. Okay. So, one of the things about this show... That I find admirable, by the way, and I also have the hots for Kate Winslet, and and it's one, it's the main reason to watch the show. Uh, it's it's the biggest hit HBO has had in a while, and since Spike wow. hasn't seen it, and many of our audience haven't seen it, I, I what I can tell you is, did you just say biggest hits and Kate Winslet in the same sentence? No, biggest, I know. Did I? It's it's the Big, biggest hit. Oh, biggest hit of the biggest year. Biggest hits. But it is biggest one of the biggest hits. on HBL ever. Ever. <laughs> now, uh, Kate Winslet, uh, you're cool with the fact that she's no longer the same age she was in Titanic, right, Spike? That's fine. No, to me, her and Jack will both be frozen in time. <laughs> yeah, okay. No pun intended. <laughs> um, you know, you know I, I've seen... <laughs> I've seen so Wait a minute. When I've you do a so joke that good, give me a second to laugh, so would you please? Okay. okay. Um, so I've seen so many cold. trailers for uh, for Mayor of East... Is it East... Mayor, M-A-R-E. Yeah, of Easton. Easttown. Oh, Easttown, yes. I've seen so many trailers for it, so many promos for it. I know the gist of the story. I know her background, you know, I know, and, and I know that she still doesn't look like Rose. Or the bloom is off Rose. How's Taylor, that? Another... This is for Sailor Rent. 
You guys are going to do a duet. Take turns with no the busking okay. on the program. <laughs> now, uh, thank you, sir. You're graciously appreciated. You zip. You haven't watched. Uh, mayor of East Town or anything. I don't have HBO, whatever it is, yeah. plus or extra. So no, you don't have anything don't. that doesn't come free with the cable and no, program no, you to think the no, way Prime, NSNBC Netflix. wants you to think. Quick impression. Me opening his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the moths flying away. <laughs> what is it on? HBO Extreme? Or? It's on HBO, <laughs> HBO, it's on Extreme. <laughs> HBO with more whiteners. That's what it's yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. It's called HBO Max. Why they do that, who the f- knows? I mean, and... Well, because HBO is a basic uh, cable service and Max is a streaming service, right? Yeah. No, HBO was always uh, was always a pay extra service. Well, it, was always, yeah, I mean, it was a premium cable service, yes, but I mean... But it, Max is a streaming service in itself, oh, not geez, just another. Would you two birds just shut up for a change, huh? Yeah, it is. What the? Who cares what the? These platforms are about already. Yeah. So basically, they're all apps now. Every there was no such thing as a channel, uh, except on old style. In fact, the funniest thing about streaming is. It's the old TV that's streaming because it's <laughs> showing the show in real time. It's it's like a stream going by. You either jump in in your canoe and, and sail with what's on. or you, Event television, yeah. as they call it, yeah. Every channel is now on demand. Like HBO used to be like you could go to HBO on your cable and you could say, oh, there's a great episode of The Sopranos coming up at 10 o'clock tonight. I think right. I will watch it. But hey, watch it! Watch it! You, Doctor Melfi, what was I? By when making an analogy, always use a voice that Ed does because Ed Kelly will be right there with it. Anyway, now who watches TV when it's on for the first time? Anybody? Besides, besides Zip, by the way, because I, Zip. I, I, oh, stop! Every night, Jeffrey comes on. Come that's... on, you could tell the truth. Form of a question, uh, please. I watch the Today the Show in real time. <laughs> the first 15 minutes. And when is that Today on? Show. What day is that on? So, 7 a.m. What day, though? What day is Every it on? Oh, five days a week. No, it's on today. Today. That's yes. Today. <laughs> okay, yes. I'm sorry. Uh, I, did, well, I did watch a show that was a uh, weekly uh, show that was scheduled, which was an, and also an HBO show. Sure. I watched The Nevers this year. I don't know if you guys saw any of that. And did you watch it when it was on? Every Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Yeah. So you still have cable? I do. Do you have a flush toilet inside the house, though? <laughs> no, we had, we had to make a choice, Bob. We had to make a choice. Nickelodeon or poop a lot again. You know, he got the five-gallon jug. He saw the movie with Francis McDormand. <laughs> All right. But the way most people watch things, especially people younger than us, is whenever the, they want to, right? Yes. And on, on demand. I wish I had your whistle. I wish you had my whistle, too. Let me introduce the members of the show, first of all, because we do have slightly higher numbers with new listeners, and they may not know who everybody is. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Ed Kelly, a voice actor, uh, radio host from Detroit, Michigan. Ed, say hello. Hello. I'm Ed Kelly. I'm in Detroit. This is your drum solo, Ed, so you you gotta do, even though I said say hello. And I'm on a horse. (laughs) <laughs> Ed on a horse And I like it up here by the way yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zip of Bob and Zip Is my former partner On the radio from 1981 To 1987 When I Formerly estranged partner Formerly estranged we didn't talk to each other for decades <laughs> uh, That's because we weren't on the same Recover from alcoholism schedule Partially <laughs> uh, But also because I tried to get him to move with me And he didn't move and because he loves Worcester, Massachusetts so much. It, it seemed like a good idea at, at the, the time. time. <laughs> That's what Hugh Grant Just said there. when he when he met with that prostitute on That's Sunset. Right. Sunset, I remember that. <laughs> You're sure that's not an Adam's apple? You're sure. <laughs> so, uh, and by the way, there's a new Hugh Grant series out, which I'll, I'll, we're talking about, Mayor of Easttown. Uh, it's Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman in a Frank Hugh, Kelly series. It just Hugh came Pops. out on... Sorry, Zip. 
HBO Max. Yeah. Well, that's an Aryan super <laughs> stew, isn't it? <laughs> Oh wow. Zip, do you what do you what do you pay money to subscribe to besides basic cable? The paper. Uh, we have Netflix Prime. Uh, is it uh, yours or did you get the password from a neighbor? No, no I, it's, uh, <laughs> he's one of the you seven know, people I, and using I my watch account. a lot of this. <laughs> a lot of the um, homespun ones. Too. There's Zip TV actually. Homespun. What is homespun? Pluto. What is Pluto? Oh, there's, it's, you know, some hey, crap. Come on over here. You're going to get some. It's dog porn. Cartoon okay. dog porn. What do yeah. you pay for? Like, what? I'll tell you what. What newspapers there's do How you... the West Was One channel. That's all they play that movie. Like, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, that's pretty entertaining. <laughs> the If You Watch This, You're Already History channel. I got it. <laughs> no, but besides, like, quality programming, top tier program, besides Netflix, yes. I swear you steal someone's password. <laughs> What do you pay money every month for? Uh, Hulu. You do do uh, Hulu. Hulu, Netflix, Prime, yeah, yeah. Prime, is com Prime comes with the boxes HBO that Genie orders from Amazon. You know that. That's uh, well. Yeah. No, Andy, okay. Do you have Apple but, TV? Uh, no. Yeah. I do not have Apple TV. Okay. I'm, I'm not, not trying to. By the way, Apple. it sounds like I'm, I'm picking not. on you because I am, but really, <laughs> what I'm. What I'm pointing out is that we're all siloed now. Yeah, we are. And we used to say, did you see the Beatles on Ed Sullivan Sunday night? <laughs> <laughs> we still and do that. everyone I went to school with was like, yeah, the whole, not only did they watch it, the whole family watched it. Right here on our show, ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was no choice. You you, you had to, it was appointment television. Yeah. Hey, Sunday night at 7 o'clock, it's Walt Disney, right? Right. Um, right. But now the mayor the of Easttown world. is the biggest uh, talked about program of the last few days. Uh, you could say of the year, but it's the 24 to 48 hour news the cycle. The mayor of Easttown. And you, you got to know that only 15 or 20 percent of the people you might talk to even have the service to see it. Yeah. Does it create... A, a, a FOMO a zip? Do you feel like you su subscribe to these things? Uh, a little bit, occasionally. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm I mean, trying I don't to obsess do. over it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure. Uh, never mind. Never well, mind. It's, oh, a, it's a lost cause. Right. I'm a lost cause. Oh, love it. No, love no, in the room. no, no. <laughs> um, you know, I'll be subscribed to death. I'm thinking of kind of going in on a co-op casket when I do. <laughs> 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 All right. And that's true. Uh, but, but I mean, I know you could afford a few. Most people can't afford really uh, beyond the Netflix and the Amazon Prime because you know, they sold, every, we sold our souls uh, to Jeff to Bezos. Most people yeah. can't afford more than maybe one or two. Uh, but these days, the great shows. Remember when they said, oh, if only TV was unbundled, we'd all save a lot of money. Yeah, good luck with that. Now, Bob, it's not so much not being able to afford it a lot of the time. A lot of time I subscribe, and then I just don't watch enough of it to really yeah, justify, justify it. It sits yeah. there like a house yep. by the side of the road. You know? Well, Yeah. And by the time... I mean, Smith, uh, yeah. Smithsonian has some great shows. PBS. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I mean, stuff sure. that's interesting to sure. me. Public television you... is supported by viewers like you. <laughs> Thank you. Spoken by a guy who looks forward to Trash Day because he gets a walk out to the corner. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Did, when did you wear this shirt with a target on it, Zip? Oh, man. You uh, thought it was a who shirt. You no, know, but anyway. And, and you wonder, <laughs> point you wonder point why being. we were estranged for two decades. Yeah, really. Okay. All right, let's move on. Uh, a few weeks You back, didn't introduce Spike. Uh, oh, yeah. You? Well, I'm about to. Welcome so, to my world. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's combine. Can, come can, can you hold on a second? Sure. Let's combine his introduction with this story. Spike O'Neill was uh, my co-host in Seattle for 25 years, literally to the day. And afterwards, he did afternoons at KZOK. Right. And uh, it was the downsizing of radio that resulted in his inability, not his inability, but radio's inability to appreciate his incredible skill because you all listening can tell, you know, he's... 
He's not, not well. <laughs> uh, you're a spectacle, uh, which is what everybody needs to be in the media these days. I mean, you're you're so talented and funny, and you're never at a loss for words. And you should be. I mean, you should be at the top of the game. Unfortunately, the top of the game is a ditch right now. <laughs> it really is. It's a so, ditch with a bovine yeah. carcass in it. That's so. Yeah, Zip is in Worcester, Massachusetts. Ed is in Detroit. I'm in Springfield, Vermont. And Spike O'Neill comes to us from the world-class city of Seattle. A few weeks back, Almost Spike. Carry your air conditioning. Yeah. By, by the way, when I pause and I'm still doing the introduction, I'm still doing the introduction. But please, go ahead. Stick that comment in. When I want people to interrupt, they refuse. What me, man? <laughs> I'm not going. It was this. Okay. Jumping on that grenade. Oh, okay. No, no I was just noticed making reference to the. Oh, okay. We can keep bringing up the air conditioner. Let's keep bringing up how old we are, too. Oh, All right. That's, that's one of our rules. Sorry. Like, don't say how old you are. And we can never do it. Spike O'Neill, a couple of weeks ago, told us that he, uh, well, he has now several jobs. Uh, and people have recognized his communication skills and abilities. And uh, one of the jobs he has now is uh, as a PR representative for the natural gas industry. And I thought that was really interesting uh, because I, d I didn't know that natural gas needed uh, a PR. A PR man? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. if you're cooking, uh, by the way, gas is the best way to cook on your stove. Almost any chef will tell you this beats electricity by far. Absolutely. Hands down. Yeah. And uh, gas is uh, way more efficient than electric heat mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and on par with oil heat. Uh, not as good as a heat pump, probably, oil but uh, maybe you can run those on natural gas. Dinosaur. We'll, we'll ask him. Anyway, I didn't know that natural gas was that con uh, controversial until today when my uh, by the way the wall street journal is a newspaper that i subscribe to the definition of subscription is i give them money <laughs> they hire reporters is this and they actually write actual stories it's not like um oh, what are some of those online ones um Mother you know, Jones, BuzzFeed, or Buzz Daily Feed. Beast, yeah, uh, where all they do is take bits of news and write opinionated commentary on them. Unfortunately, most people get their news that way. Uh, and and by the way, I, it's not your fault if you don't subscribe to anything, because most people aren't going to shell out or, or don't have the time. You know, Bob, I'm I'm on Zip's side. I never spend for anything I don't have to. <laughs> sure. Are you telling me to Benny? <laughs> Jack Benny. Oh, yes. Let's not mention how old we are, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got Bob Hope on that? By the way, he was also one of those. Yeah, what a kick, huh? One of the cheapest skin flints I I'll ever I'll tell you, that Lonnie Anderson, she's entertained more semen than Bob Hope. Yeah, what a kick, huh? Okay. So, oh, my God. So I called Spike today because I read this article. I'll give you the headline. Battle brews over banning natural gas to homes. This was a shocker to me, but... A growing fight is unfolding across the United States as cities consider phasing out natural gas for home cooking and heating. It's a growing fight. Citing concerns about climate change. They're killing the planet. The major cities <laughs> doing this include San Francisco, Seattle, will Denver, and New York. Stop. They have either enacted or proposed measures to ban or discourage the use of fossil fuel. Why are they picking on natural gas? I'll give you a chance to answer that. Dinosaurs are dead. <laughs> Arizona, Texas, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Kansas, and Louisiana have enacted laws outlawing the prohibition of natural gas. It's bedlam along Route 66. Yes. And outlawing voting unless you're very white and wearing a MAGA hat, too. What a coincidence. Very strange. The fix is in for blue people. <laughs> so I called Spike and I said, uh, are you aware of this article? And um, have you had a chance to read it yet? I have. Okay. He hadn't I read actually it had to, I actually had to 
subscribe to the Wall Street Journal in order to have access to it because no one in my town had a copy I could a, a paper copy I could pick up today of the Wall Street Journal. And of course, it's in Seattle. No, a daily, a daily and it comes. I found out that the daily is delivered downtown mm-hmm. to Pike Place Market newsstand, the last true newsstand in Seattle, <laughs> and it's there by four every morning and it's gone by six every morning. Because <laughs> wow. I'm seriously, there's a limited yeah. edition of hard crisp copy Wall Street journals. So right. I subscribed online. And they're picked up by uh, bankers, like paper, investors, uh, people going into the tall skyscrapers, right? We call them transplants here, Bob. People who <laughs> didn't grow up here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, the gist of this article is why you got hired, right? Yes. So about three months ago, to kind of backpedal a little bit of story for you, um, I was contacted by my friends at the local plumbers union. They're also the pipe fitters and uh, pipe fitters, plumbers, and HVAC union. Um, they are a statewide union representing over 4,000 members in the pipe fitters union specifically. Um, the city of Seattle, in their inf- infantile wisdom, uh, enacted <laughs> I it's a infinite. <laughs> no, it's not not the way they do it. Um, enacted a ban on the use of natural gas for heating, um, and not not for u- utilities, but for for heating purposes on all new commercial construction and residential construction over four stories. So it's done. It's done and it will be enacted as of January, or June 1st, I should say, as of today is the first day it's been enacted. So is your job to try and close the barn doors now that all the animals are out? What's your gig? (laughs) Exactly. Um, No, since this union is a statewide, (laughs) since this union is a statewide organization representing over 4,000 members, um, the city of Seattle passed this um, new law and the union is worried that it will creep to all of King County first and then the rest of Western Washington and then all of Washington eventually. So they're trying to stop the legislative creep of this particular okay. ban. Okay. So Seattle is already a lost cause because it's it's liberal town. No, Seattle's only a lost cause until the new city council is elected, which should be in about nine months. Okay. Um, or about a year, actually. You can and, overturn and it. They will. They will overturn. Like, Are you going to also hopefully roll the minimum wage back to five bucks? <laughs> five bucks. Um. Two fifteen, my friend. Two fifteen. Um, oh, no. Tips. By the way, you you know you secretly have to know how much I'm enjoying Spike <laughs> being the to- token conservative on the show. <laughs> it's exactly. All right. Go ahead. Well, so here's here's how you know I got a job because uh, an industry has been given its death sentence, so they hire me. <laughs> Right, that's how you know. Right, um, and it's and most contracts are you know a twelve month or a month to month. Mine's actually a seven day contract renewed annually every seven days, depending on how long the industry survives. Renewed weekly. Yeah, it's a weekly. Hopefully, um, they've never heard of podcasting. Keep going. <laughs> so no, um, the idea is that the city council, in a knee jerk reaction, wanted to make a move that would get them a splash with liberals, the very liberal. Uh, voting base of Seattle um, without really due consideration for the impacts of their decision. Now, as far as new construction goes, Seattle is once again booming because of the expansion of first uh, first Microsoft here, then Google came here for for a headquarters, then Facebook put a headquarters here, and then of course Amazon sprouted here. And like all true weeds, it has taken over the entire city. (laughs) Um, Housing prices are through the roof. Rental prices are unfathomably high. Um, There's there's a a growing homeless population because affordable housing has disappeared in Seattle. So they're going to keep building at record paces around here. For them to eliminate the use of natural gas as a heating resource is very short-sighted. First off, two-thirds of all commercial heating is by gas as it stands. And so the ban is on new construction, so it won't, have, it won't affect those buildings already standing, but the, the development rate is phenomenal. Right. So it will affect the plumbers and pipe fitters. And um, can the, can't the plumbers and pipe fitters learn how to put up solar panels? Well, there's other unions that can do that. Most of them aren't you know, pipe fitters. Uh, okay. the, the point being, the, the, the current grid, which is mostly powered by hydroelectric power, from the Columbia River, Eastern right. Washington, a series of dams along the Columbia. That's where Seattle buys all of its power from, is the hydroelectrics plants out east of Which Eastern is Washington. clean. It's good energy. It's very clean energy. We have very few coal plants in Washington, and they're, they're you know, boarding up annually. They're closing them down as we speak. The problem is, if you eliminate natural gas as a resource, 
The fear of the union is that this legislation will creep from not just city of Seattle, then out to King County, then out to Western Washington, but also become a ban on the use in general to existing properties, to, to current you know people who have uh-huh. access to this resource. So they're going to come and when they take away their, your guns, they're going to remove your gas stove? For, well, you know, as all that slippery one I slopes operate, <laughs> yeah. as all slippery slopes operate, Bob, you know. By the way, give them a, give I, them a foothold. I am now in the role the of Spike, which is so yeah. much fun for me. This is so yeah. weird. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is. Weird. It? But, I, but by the way, I actually see his point uh, very well because when you do something, what's your point? What's, what are you trying to actually accomplish? I are you just playing tug of war to get your voters to think you're doing something? Or are you actually really doing something? See, Spike, I'm helping you now. I appreciate that. And, 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 the, and the thing of it is, You won't is, get Bob, much more, by the way, another quarter, and you're going to yeah, you're gonna be you. standing on the off-ramp. But go ahead. Well, see, and when the union came to me in February and said, this is the problem we have. We want to have a, an education and an activation campaign to get the voters of Western Washington to reach out to their local legislators and have them not expand this current trend of legislation. Sure. We want, to, we want to inform them how, how it's going to affect their utility bills, first and foremost, how it's going to overtax the existing power grid, right. um, how it's going to eliminate the environmental movement's current push to take down some of these dams in eastern Washington. There's been an ongoing Oh, they want to take process. down the dams on the Columbia? A co- yeah, because there's an excessive amount of dams, and it's affected the... Sam, the natural salmon run in the north. Damn right it has. <laughs> so, so there's been this, yeah, there's been this 20-year um, campaign to try to take down some of these dams. Yeah. To help save the fish population. Ah, but so, uh, let me speak for the left wing when I say salmon are people too. Point of order. Uh, hey, I'm with you. Yeah. Point of order. So, <clears throat> point of order. Go ahead, um, Mr. Turtle. Mitch McConnell. Spies, you got no juice. And you're quite sorry. Have no idea what the hell you're up to. So, call me. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, sir. That makes right, me an honorary So, so that the worry is, that, is right. that it'll spread elsewhere because there's hardly any new construction in Seattle anyway. And most of the new construction <laughs> is very expensive, rich people doing it and uh, tearing down buildings and putting multifamilies in or building. And who cares if they have to spend more money, right? Well, there's, a, there's first off a ton of new construction. Bob, you wouldn't recognize how many new um, multi-story, uh, minimum six, so everything over four has been affected by this new law. Right. All these new apartment complexes, new condo buildings that are going oh. up, and they're going up everywhere. Amazon boxes everywhere. don't stuff themselves, do they? That's exactly, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh. By the way, so, now, so, now that I live in East Bumfork, uh, yeah. I hate yeah. Amazon, except that I, except that I use it to, you know three times a day. But, uh, exactly. Yeah, they're not yeah. my homies anymore. So, all right, so what's the pitch? What's the argument? Well, my first, my, in my initial meeting, my first idea was, okay, we're going we're gonna to have to do a, an awareness campaign, first and foremost, to let people know that this has been indeed been passed and it's going to affect your utility bill. Because as, you know, even if you don't currently even use gas, the elimination of gas is an, is an option for new construction, and they're going to keep building. Yeah. And they're going to keep building without the use of gas as a heating resource. Okay. So they're going to have to uh, hit the the traditional power grid. So that means su- demand goes up, supply stays the same, if not diminishes with dams going away. So what happens when supply goes up, or uh, when demand goes up and supply goes down, prices go up. Okay. The, the- <laughs> Good, Ed. Um, are there really potentially dams going away? Yeah. Which one? Because, well, along the Columbia, there's quite a few dams that have, haven't been... Um, maintained, if not renovated, retrofitted or renovated. Uh, the, the lack of infrastructure, you know, investment in this country is decades overdue. Yeah. yeah. So there's going to be dams that have that. Okay, we can either chip in a couple billion dollars to re retrofit this dam to make it more efficient and, in fact, bring it back up to safe standards, or we'll get rid of it. And, find and when they get rid of, of a dam, what happens to the little village the fish below? Come back. Nobody needs those fish. Yeah. <laughs> the, what you mean like the, 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 the cities along the valley you think of the Tennessee Valley Authority thinking of you know oh brother where art thou where everybody floats around <laughs> yeah, pretty much. that kind of thing it just sounds um, scary yeah well you got to understand that these dams don't hold back big bodies of water like Hoover does oh these are 50 foot dams would have which have constant the Columbia River flows through this continuously oh they just harvest the 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 power of the columbia is there a documentary i could watch of that on the smithsonian channel zip is there something zip, like is there it? something 
Next, Absolutely. on Frontline. What's that? <laughs> Next, on Frontline. I'm sure. I'm it, sure. It's so. that damn well stop salmon in their tracks. Uh-huh. Why do they do it? It's all about power. Next, on Frontline. So wild, wild stuff. Um, so anyway, how's it going? Do you get on the media a lot, Spike? I, I just I just went under contract as of June first, or yeah, today. Oh, I signed a contract last month. I'm a month to month, I really literally a month to month employee. Okay, um, I'll start next week to have, uh, and so, literally right now they haven't they haven't. It's funny they they want to have a very slow rollout of a campaign. Um, first, we'll start with a digital campaign. Um, across social media platforms, sure. multiple social media platforms, uh, to just to make people aware. And it's funny because the the initial pushback on the first digital campaign is tremendous. Right. Mm-hmm. People do not people. Natural gas was a villain for the last ten years. I don't see why it's a villain. It's much cleaner than oil. It's a it, it was considered um, it was considered a transitional way to move towards cleaner energy for a right. zillion reasons and Absolutely. reduce our dependence on foreign oil. Am I helping you a little bit now? Well, I've got a I've got an I've got an F word for you, Bob, which is fracking. Fracking. Yes. yes. If you want to yeah. know why natural gas is vilified, it's fracking. Oh, because of fracking. Okay. Yeah, well, I've got a slogan. Hell. I got a slogan. Um, Frack cutting off, off natural gas is damn stupid. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn stupid ideas. The damn stupid idea. All right. <laughs> well, idea. I wish you the best of luck. It sounds, uh, it sounds like a tough uh, road to hoe in the cities, but probably uh, you'll get a lot of support in eastern Washington. Well, we will, but I think we'll get support from people when they when they face with the prospect of having their utility bills possibly even double. Okay. So from uh, an already high number. Make a note of this: fear tactics. Fear tactics work. Well, the, my my first TV um, ad idea was uh, a pic- picture a post a, a mailbox yeah. in a little house with a picket fence. Atop the post, atop that white post is a little post office. Here comes the mail truck. He puts in your utility bill. Ooh. Your mailbox immediately falls over Ooh. like a little daisy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a big bill. And that's a that's a real uh, possibility. What do you pay? For, do you know what you pay for electricity right now? In Seattle? Yeah. It's already insanely high. Because I, I know what I pay. Do you know what you pay per kilowatt hour? Per kilowatt hour? I don't. Go I'm look sorry, it up I'm on the bill. Let me help you the with this. The highest bills you've ever seen <laughs> in Seattle. Um, <laughs> it, it, you know, the national average is somewhere around 12 or 13 cents a kilowatt hour. To give you an idea, and I'm sure Seattle is high, uh, my son in L.A. pays 29 cents a kilowatt hour. In Hawaii, uh, where the only way to make electricity is either solar or diesel there's no way to get coal to hawaii cheap no matter no, what right. part of the plane you put it on that's a big barge yeah uh and and i believe in hawaii it was 30 40 cents 50 cents it was like cra- it was like so high makahaya that you could have a 1500 dollars electric bill uh and not even be greedy with the air conditioner it's crazy so uh i'd be very curious what seattle is i'll bet it's on the higher end i'll bet it's 2025 20, and for anyone in rural America, that's that's nutty. Um, I wonder even the Howleys are eating spam still for crying out loud. Yeah. What is your electric bill, Spike? Do you know? Oh, it's it, it is literally. I've got a big home and I've got a, um, a heat pump energy system that's electric, mm-hmm. and my it's literally seven hundred bucks every two months. Yeah. Oh my god. Every two months. Bill. Every two months. Yeah. Oh, that's not terrible. I pay bi monthly. But in the winter. Um, it spikes in the winter. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. No yeah. pun intended. Uh, you got to get no to those facts. Attendance. I got to help you with your talking points, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm going to take my first meeting on uh, Wednesday. All right. I, it, it, seriously, I'll help you because I'm actually on your side. Playing the devil's advocate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even though it was really hard to tell during this interview because your I friends love, will tell you the truth. <laughs> I love busting your balls. Yeah. Uh, appreciate that. But, but no, seriously, I mean, that to. Look, what you need to do is educate people about ways to conserve, and then you need to incentivize better and new ways of doing things. But you have to have a better and new way of doing things before you pull the old one away. And that's what Seattle never bothers to do. Right. Okay. Well, should we play my jingle? (laughs) Why not? Okay. Here we go. Smooth. Uh, Oh, I'm I'm going to edit this. I'm going to edit this so it's not... uh, as choppy as this. Hang on. Ah. 
Where are we at in the show? We're at 34 minutes. Playing the devil's advocate, Bob Rivers. Thank you, Spike. (laughs) (laughs) I'm playing the angel's advocate today. Okay, so uh, next topic. The word woke has been bothering me for a while because I've never really paid attention to exactly what it is. And mostly when I hear the term woke, it's being used as a pejorative to slam people for thinking they're better than everybody else and kinder and nicer. Uh, you know, they're, they're basically making themselves feel good uh, without actually doing any action. So that's the criticism on woke. I went to research the word woke and uh, I opened up, you know, I went to Professor Google my favorite teacher, and I did a search, um, basically, what does woke mean? Mm-hmm. And if you search that, what do you think comes up? Mm, let, me, uh, um, let me think. Um, a Democratic website. There are 112 million results for that Heavens phrase. The word woke? Yeah. Uh, and there are a million. Uh, and by the way, the, the number two, one story that comes up about what does woke mean mm-hmm. comes up from a specific news organization. Do you know what that organization would take a take a guess? MSNBC, Fox News. Oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> you snooze, you news. Um, yes, Fox News comes up first. Wikipedia comes up second. How much does Murdoch have to pay for that? By the way, it's uh, it's placement, right? Uh, a UK news channel comes up third. Merriam-Webster comes up fourth because did you know that woke was officially added to the dictionary, Oxford and Merriam-Webster in 2017? I did not know that. I did not know that. <laughs> and so I started reading about woke. I'll, I'll, I'll go to the dictionary definition. Uh, I could go to Wikipedia because it's pretty good, but, you know, that's, that's put out by the public So let's go right for Merriam-Webster. Woke is a slang term used predominantly on social media. Uh, Wait a minute. Uh, This is weird. When I click on the definition, it goes away and gives me a very long paragraph. Uh, It's a slang term that is easing into the mainstream from some varieties of a dialect called African-American vernacular English. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I do. What is E-botics. that? The Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Oh. So where did it come from? Probably the Urban Dictionary. Uh, woke we're, means... We're, uh, by the way, the Sun, a British paper, gives you a, a straight definition. Woke means <laughs> a person is, un, is consciously, not unconsciously, awake. The term is of African-American origin... And refers to the perceived awareness of issues. Uh, By the way, every article has a different definition. Yeah, different take. Yes. Uh, Woke is defined... Let's see, here's another... Why are all these UK papers uh, here? Because it's our language, Bob. Yeah. Uh, Plus, they were up six hours before us. (laughs) (laughs) That's got to be it. Unfair head start. Um, The history of woke is surprisingly long. The word was first used in the 1800s, but back then it only meant not being asleep. Right. Well, that's a new one. (laughs) Fast forward a few centuries, and the first recorded use of woke in its politically conscious incarnation was the New York Times magazine glossary of phrases and words you might hear today in Harlem. Take a guess of the year. I must say, uh, 97. Spike? 60s, 62. Zip, if I'm not interrupting Jeopardy with your headphones off. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say the the Yangtze River. Yeah. What'd you say? 60s. Zip is right. Zip is correct. Well, so Pays to watch the Smithsonian Channel. (laughs) (laughs) The phrase was first used Hmm. in its present context in Harlem in 1962. Nailed it. And it was African-American street slang by a black novelist, William Melvin Kelly. His explanation of woke was the well-informed, up-to-date definition 
that is used today. That's something. That's something. I tell you, I would have hard if I went there to, the, you know, did my show up there, do my thing, you know. Yeah. I said, look at these people out here, the white, they didn't woke. They didn't woke. Hell with them. Ed, <laughs> there's something tremendously ironic about you doing that voice after we're being woke. I, yeah. I'm talking about I, woke. I play the devil's advocate. You talk about Harlem, I hear James Brown. All right. So here's some blowback uh, from this perspective. Tell me about my blowback. Um, the word has been appropriated and subsequently watered down by people who aren't African-American political uh, operatives or from Afro-American communities. Right. There's something, and this is an opinion I'm reading, there's something galling about well-meaning white people and mostly white media organizations using woke as a catch-all term that, to refer to their fellow white people and how wonderful they are. Well, uh, well, well now wait a minute. Yes. I, I, take, I take issue with that, even that opinion piece. Because um, considering yourself woke or someone you know woke doesn't mean how wonderful they are. To me, I think woke means that you are just aware, finally, maybe long overdue aware of how privileged you may have been, how unfairly a, a segment of society has had to live their lives and, and, and be treated as okay. as a people. How you got Those the name woke Karen? Moments. Yeah. How you got the name Karen? <laughs> Even though you're a, you're a Stephanie by birth. Speaking of which, I want Karen by um, I want Karen back soon because we're gonna have, now that we've broken the ice literally and dunked each yeah. other under it. I want to. Yeah, I'd love to hear Karen's <laughs> definition of woke. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> um, I imagine it falls in line with the Fox definition, which I imagine is pretty. Hey, uh, pretty I got damning. several more compliments on her guest uh, appearance, by the way. Well, from, they're an active bunch from people you look up to, <laughs> Spike. Writing by torchlight, I say <laughs> kudos to you, Bob. I say I say dittos to you. Right. That's a loud torch. By the way, the, the opposite of woke is asleep, yeah. and we're all asleep about some stuff because I you agree. can't know everything. I'm uh, I do agree with this editorial, and I'm not just uh, playing the devil's advocate. I think that what Spike was talking about is what you need to talk about. To just use one word or even two words uh, to say you're something to me, is lazy. I'll give you another example. Uh, and I might piss someone off with this. I always thought the term born again was stupid. <laughs> if you, and by the way, not that if, if you feel that you have, you know, found Jesus, or, and really it's a form of woke, right? It's a religious woke. If you feel all of that, I totally love you and support you for that. But the term "born again" to me is lazy. It's I'd from rather, scripture, though. Yeah, That's why I'd, they use it. I'd yeah. rather have you tell me, "Wow, ah, it's just an incredible thing in my life." And hey, I don't, you know, want to push it on you. This whole religion thing, uh, but uh, gosh, you know, it, it, get, hear what I'm doing. You're actually telling someone a story. Woke is made to be made fun of, as is "born again," as is. I, I hate the meme culture we live in right now. When I saw the phrase defund the police, mm -hmm. I'm like, Jesus. That was a bad one. Uh, by the way, I love Jesus. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, yes, Bob. Yes, Bob. I'm like, that can help get Trump elected. It's so stupid. Nobody yeah. wants to defund the police. If they right. had said reform the police. Retrain anything. Retrain. Yeah, uh, how about improve? How about let's stop... You know, racism, all sorts of things. And then we could have a discussion about, you know, the nuance of it and whether you're blowing it out of proportion. All reasonable. So uh, for that reason, I hate woke. And I have decided that uh, I, if you're woke, it's better not to brag about it and just yeah. act. Yeah. The phrase itself has become polluted. It's like a pool that someone sure. peed in. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, <laughs> all, all of the, the blue has turned black. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's Out of just the me. blue went into the black. And and, and by the way, it's uh, that doesn't mean I don't I I'm opposed to that because the opposite of woke is asleep, and much of our country is asleep. But if you say I'm woke and they go you're fucked up, then they stay asleep. You yeah. don't you didn't accomplish anything. You don't win. Yeah, it's my opinion. No middle and ground. And it can subject to change. Yes. It's basically. <laughs> His opinion was Subject to change sands. on a whim. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's time now to invite Andrew Rivers to the show. 
Yeah. When the coronavirus took over and the pandemic came into full swing late last March, stand-up comedy ended dead cold. And except for a few um, MAGA hat-wearing cities (laughs) here and there in places like Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. um, he really wasn't able to tour until just recently. Let's welcome Andrew Rivers to the show. Andrew. Right. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Hey, um, I know it's been a few weeks. Uh, can I remind you to, to, to put a video on? No, I'm not going to do a video tonight. I didn't do my hair. <laughs> Neither did Andrew. Have you seen what, that uh, mane lately? <laughs> hey, there you go. Um, my there makeup person is late this evening, and so I'm yeah. not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. Oh, you uh, think the makeup is going to help you? <laughs> <laughs> One thing make you look good, Bob, is distance. <laughs> I'm already recording the video. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Rivers, how are you? Hey, I'm great. Thanks for. Uh, it's good to be back. You know, as the only uh, member of this podcast with a job, I want to thank you for giving me time. <laughs> Ouch. Um, actually, Spike has a job now. So. Um, oh, good. And yeah. Zip has actually, a job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know. I'm teasing all. And here. Ed has a job. Your dad is the only uh, do nothing person. <laughs> Jobless. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Thanks for narrowing right. that down, Bob. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's good. Uh, good run. Uh, Twenty-two shows, thirteen cities, sixteen days, Oof, and wow. uh, and still zero kids. So I don't know how he does it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How does he years. not do it? Yeah. Uh, plug your plug your buddy, uh, the com- the comedian you toured with. Oh, Steve Hofstetter. He is huge on uh, yeah. on YouTube, right? Yeah, he's got a big YouTube channel. He's he's pretty well known for. Uh, responding to hecklers and and sort of uh demolishing them yes um and then this last year he uh he's a super left hardcore liberal and uh he really leaned into um that as and you know it's funny as i was kind of making fun of him but as you look at a lot of what happens in politics you're like well he's not wrong you know um you got to give me an example like once what's one of his big um well, I just mean that he he I I watched from afar and went, uh, what an idiot and he was actively posting every day going, We must fight for our democracy. Right. And right, I'm right. like, that's eh, probably not that big of a deal. And now it's points. Oh you mean yeah, yeah. like he was like people will try to storm the Capitol and you were like, Come on, that's crazy. Yeah, that it's so happen. ridiculous. Not yeah. would never happen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So well, uh, that um, helped his uh, his uh, social media sort of take off, and right, so. I watched his. I watched a bunch of his videos, and uh, oh, tell, cool. tell him I said hi, but I couldn't remember his name. Okay, so um, you're back from the tour. Twenty two shows, thirteen cities, sixteen days. Yeah. What's the biggest thing you noticed about America? Um, uh, the the rest stops are beautiful. Um, <laughs> isn't it great you know it's funny about these tours is you you know because we're in a new city almost every day we we don't have a ton of time to really explore you know right right uh you get into town at 3 p.m and then you've got a 7 p.m show so you really just go get lunch and you you take a picture flipping off the trump tower for instagram and then <laughs> and then you gotta go to work you know you were in big cities then yeah, I mean Chicago. Right? Yeah, we were in uh, Chicago and uh, Indianapolis, and and the rules kept changing as we were going. So like, mm-hmm. the whole tour was sold out, and then uh, Chicago would announce that we're allowed ten more people per show, and so then, which is funny because then then it looks like people ref- wanted a refund on tickets. You know, we're like, hey, <laughs> tickets are available again. You know, <laughs> so tickets were being released as they lowered the restrictions. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. And you and you're fully vaccinated with the Johnson and Johnson, right? Yeah. Um yeah. and that's yeah, the CDC said uh I'm allowed to uh post on Instagram and stuff like that. That's so good. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. a lot of my friends were nervous cuz they're like, "Oh, what if people lie?" And uh you know, it's a good point cuz we know the only thing keeping people from lying before was the CDC. So right. uh, <laughs> you know, I think it actually helps people not lie cuz when 
when they walk into a bar and they go, hey, where's your mask? And you go, oh, I'm vaccinated. And then all your anti-vaxxer friends are going to call you a pussy and you don't want that. You, know? <laughs> you don't right, want that. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's but, you know what, your, me- mom, your mom was asking about that because she said today she's still keeping her mask on because once she gets mm-hmm. used to it as a security blanket, Sure. Like I try to show her the the scientific documentation from the CDC, sure. and yeah, yeah, that's more than two or three sentences long. There's no way she's going <laughs> to listen to me that long, and and so she's one of those people, and I think there's a lot of them that are still wearing the mask, sort of like why that uh, Linus fella kept kept his blanket while he was sucking his yeah. thumb till he was in high school. <laughs> and I asked her about it, and she said, "Do you think some people will think?" That I'm not vaccinated because I'm wearing a mask, right? And I and I said, no, I think there's a lot of people like you. I think it's just going to gradually get rid of them, and right. uh, and I think it's fine. Go ahead and wear the mask part of the time if you want to. It's just, it's a security blanket. Sure. I mean, my friends were the same way. You know, they were, even though the sign said, "Hey, if you're vaccinated, you can take your mask." You know, that was like they would update the policy on the gas stations, basically, and and it was pretty loose in some states to begin with, anyway. Right, but, right. um, but yeah, they would kind of put it on, and um, but I mean, even like grocery stores now are moving to the honor system, which is that's what is scary is that you know one in five people admit to stealing from the self checkout, so it's like. You know, uh, but uh, but again, I I'm with you. Like I got the vaccine, I did my part. I, yeah. I'm I don't I don't care. You guys, it's not uh, my problem anymore. I'm ready to let go worrying about the whole world right now. At exactly. least I shouldn't yeah. say the whole world, America, yeah. because right. if you want a vaccine, I walked into a yes. Walmart the other day and they were like, "No appointment necessary. Walk <laughs> in." And I remember setting my alarm for four thirty so I could get on like Ticketmaster and try and get my vaccine. Right. And right. And now they're begging people and giving them coupons and millions of dollars and little things. And I saw a guy in the Walmart bathroom giving himself the vaccine, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what he was doing, Andrew. (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. Did you just come up with that? I mean, I got a couple versions of that. (laughs) Yeah, the the city opened up a new vaccine center, a super center under the bridge downtown. Way to know how to Yeah, my show was sold out. There was a line people were camping out for tickets oh that was just the homeless people oh, all right yeah. okay. uh so there is big news for andrew tonight um you auditioned for a reality show yesterday i hope yeah. you get this one i yeah. i have some guesses uh but i want to let you tell and by the way isn't katie your ex-girlfriend on bachelor now our bachelorette yes yeah, she? she's bachelorette she's that okay. uh, that that uh premieres in in a week i think and i i don't know what um, that may have helped me. I don't know if any of the TMZ stuff entered oh, there. About that, I, yeah, that could help right. you. Did you? Did you? Did they have the clippings of you? Uh, I don't all know. The, all the tabloids, Us Weekly, did a story about you. her ex was a comedian, which got you in the news. Sure. I mean, they use yeah. X and comedian pretty liberally there, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and so. Um, all right, so it's not Bachelor. She's about to be on The Bachelorette. Do you right. think you have a real shot at this reality show? I don't know. It's um, I, I, I know you get a ton of listeners, so I don't want to spoil the channel or whatever, but uh, it's an Animal Planet-themed dating show. So it's like... Um, What's it called? What? Survivor and Bachelor together. Is that in the wild? Kind of thing. Badger Humper? Yeah, it's... <laughs> well, naked and afraid. Uh, is it naked and afraid? <laughs> yeah. Naked and afraid is a great no, it's, one. It's called um, the. I didn't sign any contract, so I'll just say whatever. <laughs> it's called mating season. Mating and, um, season. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we ain't nothing but mammals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, which you're is shoo-in. perfect for me. Yeah, yes. because yes, when it comes to act. dating, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like a cicada. I made every 17 years, <laughs> and uh, sure, you come yeah, out of your so, hole yeah. every 17. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, how did the audition go? Tell, please. Uh, is there? Can you not dish about? Did you didn't sign anything? Well, I can right? tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll, so let's take you. So it's a not. They were the tagline they gave me is like, uh, "You're gonna attract a mate in the wild using nonverbal tactics," 
And I said, You're oh, not allowed so I... to speak on this show? I don't know. Yeah, crickets. Mm. It's perfect. Uh, That's the I one said, thing uh, you know how to do. Absolutely, that women enjoy. <laughs> so I was like, "Hey, I can yeah. sniff on her. I can sniff her butt and pee on her leg or whatever." And, um, you said that in the audition. Um, they, yeah, they, they that, that was a, that was the first joke they laughed. So I had a oh, phone God, call. They would love right? that on today's TV. <laughs> they love the dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah it's absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm not putting it in my act or anything, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so they had a phone. They sent me an email and they said, "We found your stand-up. You're hilarious." I tried to name drop The Bachelor, and they were like, "Oh, yeah, we don't really know. We don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't <laughs> care." And um, Maybe but they gave me tips. It. Yeah, they gave me like feedback because they said um, we did a phone call and then they scheduled me for like a Zoom um, audition or whatever. And they said, right. "Hey, try to play up the uh, wanting to meet someone stuff." Which was nice, because that's the first time a woman has told me I don't come off desperate over the phone. <laughs> and, uh, oh, wow. Well, I, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm very I excited. I think it could be fun. I and think then, you're going to get on. I, I, this is such a natural for you. Uh, you know, a guy who has trouble dating, you know, your biological clock. It's not the same it's, as a woman, but yours it's is actually yeah, it's, yeah. It's going. Yours, it's, yours is ticking. It's no not a good thirty-six. I slept in a car for three years and uh, <laughs> ate Taco Bell. And uh, you player you. Um, wow. And I think it could be you know because it could be the right opportunity. You know, like I don't know if you can find love on television, but I am a comedian, so I'm going to have to meet the right girl because I'm going to be in the spotlight, and she's going to have to put up with. You know, lying and cheating, and what better place to find someone <laughs> than reality TV? You're not that. Plus, type. if yeah. uh, if they're stuck on an island, you know, maybe they accidentally Hard to get, away if you can't swim get to know me. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. The only wow. thing I worry about is like the I don't know if they asked if I like camping and stuff, and that's not my favorite thing, you know, because. I have I have a sensitive digestive system, so like plus your dad can't more than a week with yeah more than a week without plumbing and it looks like a baboon's ass back there, you know. But that's how you bring Again. in the female, my friend, right there. That's I think this it. says yeah. a, a lot about today's television, but you're perfect for it. Yes, I uh, hope so. Yeah, all right, hope no doubt. Keep us posted. Now, are you going back out on tour uh, anytime soon, or are you? Um, not anything crazy for. Um, uh, actually, it's a great op- Great question. Uh, July ninth hmm. and tenth, I'll be doing. Um, I'm I'm getting my theater tour back together and seeing if that still works post pandemic here. Tell tell them about that because I, I th- thought what you were doing was incredible, and so I brag, I brag on my son all the time. Oh, thank you. So I I was listening to a podcast, a marketing guy, and he made a joke that, hey, if Trump can convince people to vote for him using Facebook, then surely you can get people to buy comedy tickets. And I was like, that's a good point, actually. And so uh, I just started running ads, and um, and it turns out you can get people to make horrible decisions with Facebook. And so they would <laughs> sure. uh, so buy you, comedy what, tickets. Yeah. All right. But what you did is you booked halls yourself with no agent, yes. no middleman. So basically, and, yeah. you rent a theater and you, you work out a deal. Like for We're doing the Everett, uh, historic Everett Theater, which actually seats 800. We're hoping to get 500 in there. That's the goal. But uh, basically, you work out like an 80-20 split on tickets so you just give them 20 percent of whatever you sell so wow. there's pretty low risk yeah and then the north for them, Bend theater, for them as well because you right that this is found money they don't have to shell out money for a band or something else That's right right? Yep. They right don't have to worry about selling you take they all the you risk do all the work absolutely it's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> and you were selling yeah. out yourself um theaters not maybe not five Some seven hundred yeah a couple hundred three hundreds you were selling them out right yeah, so like North Bend Theater, I'm doing again because I went to high school up the street and the uh, town you grew up in. That should mm-hmm. be easy enough. Yes. How do you like me now? Who's the star <laughs> quarterback now? You know. Yeah. Um, and that's about two seventy five. So I'm doing that one July 9th, and then Everett is July 10th, and those tickets okay. are on my website. So now before you were actually booking venues in cities you'd never been to and because you right. have all these millions of views on Facebook you were able to sell tickets do you think we're there yet or you want to wait a little while to 
could try that again. I mean, you know, uh, I'm going to give it a shot. I was talking to a comedy club in Nashville, and the pay was, you know, not back up to where it was normally, you know. And, but I've looked around, and I said, oh, it's only a two-hour drive to, like, Huntsville, Alabama. And uh, so, you know. <laughs> And your liberal bullshit's going to go over great there. I mean, you know what? It's amazing. But the thing about Facebook is you market to only the people that like your video. Like, you know, you don't have to get those people that are just, you know. So, So, for example, my friend is this super liberal, you know, progressive guy who only posts about politics. And we went to Omaha, Nebraska, and there was 300 people at the show, which was incredible. That's you know? awesome. Yeah. You right. stacked the decks so on. That's what you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Rivers, it's really good uh, to have you back. Please. Uh, hey, thanks. Please stay out of work more so that we can talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Love you, son. It work, works for me, too. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. All right. All right. There goes Andrew. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, it is. Damn right. I have, uh, I have missed him uh, on the podcast. No doubt. And I, I lied to him, by the way. I wasn't recording uh, the digital. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I'm, a little worried about, I'm a little bit worried about the show he's trying out for, though. I really Wh- am. Which one? Oh, uh, mating season? Mating season. Why? You're supposed to att- attract a mate in the woods without verbal clues? Yeah. Okay, we're going we're gonna to cover you in steak sauce and release you <laughs> into the wild. <laughs> It does seem a little weird, like like you know, maybe bear what, bears tonight yeah, on yeah. Jackass Channel. I mean, what you need to do is, uh, you know, clothe oh. yourself in hundred dollar bills, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know how it works. That's an aphrodisiac. Yeah. Huh? So you have to go by on your looks, but at least you're not naked and afraid. That's right. Naked and afraid. I'm afraid to be naked. That's a weird. Have you ever seen that show, Naked yes, and Afraid? It's very strange, but fascinating though. Like it's um, it, it is what it, it, it is what titillating is, yeah. in the sense that it's disappointing. That <laughs> 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 it gets it. it, 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 it what, what happened? What happened? Oh, that's Andrew. Yeah, Andrew was still on. Um, he, yeah, you get your you know, it's like oh, these people are naked, and then they blur everything out. Yeah, and after a while, you go, why they blurred them out? I'm yes. not going to see anything. Even if I had a D Tyler, I wouldn't use it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. All right, before we go, anybody got a uh, burning desire topic? Anything? You yes. name it. I had a Patreon message. Oh, yes. You're gonna, <laughs> are you going to play the... Uh, so uh, what we did is we offered any Patreon at once. Just email us and tell us the phone answering machine message you want, and Ed Kelly will do it. Now, before you play it, Spike, I'm going to mute your air conditioner for a second, so hang on. I can do that. Okay. Okay. Uh, are you ready to play it, Ed? Uh, yeah, I'll t- I just sent uh, Brett this in three, two. Okay. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Before you play it? Yes. Uh, read, his no- read his email. Read his email. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Do you have okay. it? Uh, it says, um, hmm. Oh, dear I Ed Kelly. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, dear Ed Kelly. <laughs> just... <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I if I can read it or find it. That Ed, I w- would have waited weeks for this, but thank you for prioritizing this on Memorial Day. Nonetheless, I appreciate it. You rock. I definitely plan to hire yeah. you someday when I get the right project. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What I remember from his letter is he said, "I'd love to have you do Morgan Freeman." Yes. Um, and then put some of your own uh, spice in it. But he gave you the name of his company. Uh, just himself. Oh, just himself. Okay. Yeah, here it personal. is, Ed Kelly. Here comes Mr. Morgan. With a message for the dude in three, two, one. This is Morgan. Brett can't talk with you now. He's busy shooting a movie with me, crawling through five football fields and 500 yards of foulness to do it. You get the message. Won't you leave one for Brett? Thank you. That was awesome. Wasn't that great, Spike? (laughs) (laughs) I wish he'd do one for me. Oh, who do you want him to do? Oh, what is that? I want him to do that again. That that feedback. That's great. Okay. How about Tony Soprano? Can you do a Tony Soprano answering machine message? Hey, Spike ain't here right now. He's, he's out for dinner. We served him broken like a lamb. Leave a message at the sound of a beep. It's nice. That's nice. Always tell him to yell loudly. I'm, tell, him, tell him to yell loudly. I'm six feet down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, great show. Thank you very much. Uh, Spike, as always, a pleasure. 
You're going to do a kick-ass job for that company. Uh, Zip, uh, keep filling us in on all those channels nobody watches. We really appreciate that. (laughs) You dinosaur. And Ed Kelly, uh, uh, more of those answering machine messages. All someone has to do is email us. The address is show at bobandzip.com. The Bob and Zip Show. Just a little 